Welcome to the Home Inspector Marketing Podcast. Because you're a home inspector looking to increase your sales, improve your cash flow, and boost your bottom line, you are in the right place. For additional training resources on how you can grow your home inspection business, go to microreturns.com right now. And now, here's the podcast. Hi, this is Mike Crow, and I run a home inspection business. In fact, I've run a couple of home inspection businesses. The true joy for me, though, has been helping literally thousands of home inspectors build really solid home inspection businesses as well. We can help a single man operation be able to do over $300,000 a year, maybe all the way up to $400,000 a year as a single inspector operation. Even better for me is the 80 plus companies that we have helped be able to build million dollar home inspection businesses. I would like to help you be able to do the same thing. Here are more of Mike's thoughts from the seven levels of communication. Moving all the way over to the next page where it says in big bold letters, what do I say to myself? I'm going to ask you some questions and I just want you to fire back. Try not to overthink it. On a scale of one to 10, if a 10 gets referrals all the time, where are you? If a 10 gets referrals all the time, where are you? Okay, well, probably a five, okay? Most people lie to themselves. You know, when I ask inspectors, out of 10 phone calls, how many do you schedule? Leo, what do they tell me? No, they tell me nine out of 10. They got more honest. Well, maybe, <laughs> I've heard that so many times. But what's the truth that I find out, Amber? It's five out of 10, okay? They're just not measuring it properly, okay? They don't get 10 phone calls in a day, so they missed one in that day, so they think they booked, you know, nine out of 10. The other thing that is all the calls they miss. Right, they don't count those. Oh yeah, thank you. All right, so, and then, so he goes in here, and I'm gonna move all the way over to page 45 in the middle, where I wrote in the middle of the page, focus, okay? It's about focus, got it? And what he's saying is, you've got to stop doing a lot of different things. Above this, he said, I need you to stop watching the news. I need you to stop doing this. I need you to stop doing this so that you can do this. And while we're working on this, we're going to cut out all that off just for now. Save it all and die then after we've gotten you past these points. So for right now, no outside books, no CDs, no magazines, no RSS feeds, no webinars, none of that. Okay? It's all about focusing on getting this done. Okay, and I thought that was pretty cool. So why did you get into real estate? Well, opportunity. And then it gets down to, well, for the money and independence. I hated my old job. And he's learning out what he can say to the guy later that will make him go, well, yeah, I do want to get this done. One of the biggest things you hear me talk about is why plus how equals wow. If I figure out your why, Leo, and I'm not as good at this as I should be, but if I figure out what your why is, when you get weak, I can say, well, what about such and such? And it'll be strong enough to pull you back. And it's something I, I need to learn to be better at. Kevin's probably really good at this, okay, with the guys that he coaches. It's about why you're doing what you're doing because then you can pull them back into so you don't want to go on vacation with your kids, you don't want to, I'm just curious, let me know, let's have a conversation. And it's Right, when they say my kids are the most important thing and being able to take vacations for my kids, and then they go, I don't think I can do that, okay? They go, so you're telling me you don't want to go on vacation with your kids when that's their number one why? Boy, it is strong enough to pull them back. So I will tell you a secret. You have 20-some employees, right, okay? You need to know their why. What makes them come want to work for you? 
okay? And I'm still not as good at that as I should be. I work at it, and I do try, okay? Moving on to page 48 here, okay? So tell me, at the end of these seven sessions, what will quantify success, what a quantifiable success will look like for you? Now, this is one of the things I don't do because I don't believe in boxing, but I will tell you as a salesperson or anything, you need to know what success looks like for them. So I'm kind of bad about this because I define success for you. I define two types of success stand for home inspectors, okay? Single man operation, becoming an iron man. Multi-inspector firm, becoming a million dollar company. Those are my two. I have found it easier to define success for people instead of asking them what success looks like for them. And I'm not, that's not necessarily the right way. And with employees and with associates and with agents and mavens, you really need to find out what success looks like for them to some degree. When you ask them that question, what's the number one answer you get? Kevin, what's quantifiable success for you? What's the number, what's the answer you get most of the time? When you ask them. Financial freedom, time freedom. Yep. So one of the things we have to work at is also is a number, something concrete that you know they can hit. So in Amber's office, we know what the kill ratio needs to be. We have a quantifiable success. And when their office hits it, everybody's happy because we know we hit it because it's quantifiable. Okay. And for Jonathan, we know how many presentations his people need to do. That's quantifiable. So we have to set those sometimes for the people that work with us. In this particular case, he goes, well, I need, I need 25 referrals. And of course, like any good coach, he said, well, let's make it 50, okay? And he goes, well, I need to do this many deals. And he said, well, let's make it this, okay? Because he says, hey, I need 25 referrals. And he goes, and uh, in the next 12 months, and he goes, you know, let's make that 50. And then he talks about the difference between leads and referrals. And then he talks about sales. And then one of the things that he talks about, and this is an area that I'm working on. I will tell you, I'm struggling with a little bit. And that is taking care of myself physically. All right. I've done some interesting things in the last year. I try, I set a, I have a Fitbit. Okay. Jonathan, how many steps a day do I try to walk? 2,000, 1,000? 10,000. Okay, 10,000. So the day that we went to Disney, I walked 30,000 steps, which turns out that's a half marathon, okay? But I try to walk 10,000. Now, I don't beat myself up if I don't hit 10,000. If I hit 9,000, I go, huh, that's pretty cool. I got close today, all right? But when I hit 30,000, I'm like, wow, okay? But I also, and by the way, the Fitbit doesn't work when I'm in the pool and I walk in circles, okay? And that's water resistance and everything else. So the other thing was I put a heat pump on my pool, so it heats my pool up. So I was actually, I've actually already been in my pool this year, where normally we couldn't get into the pool until the end of May, or around May. And so that's kind of a cool thing on top of it. But what are you doing to keep yourself fit? Just one, what's one thing you're doing every day to help improve your fitness? Is it walking? Which by the way, I just read a book recently, and he said the number one thing you can do is just walk. Just walk, okay? The blue zones in the world, a blue zone is where people live over 100 years old, more than any place else, and there's one in California, okay, created by the Seven Day Adventists, and that was the people that wrote the book, and he was talking, just walk, okay? And you know how many steps he said? It's so encouraging when I read something that just confirms what I know. 10,000 steps, every day. He said, your whole body will change if you'll just walk 10,000 steps every day. So anyway, so the fitness is there. And then he talks about, and I'm at the top of page 51, and I wrote the word urgency, do it now. Do it now, okay? 
It's about urgency, Rick, the coach explained. It's hard to make yourself do things. I'm your coach, and I'm not there yelling at you 24-7. This exercise will build your sense of urgency, just like curling free weights and will build your biceps. When am I going to find the time to get all this done? Of course, without advertising, I don't really, it won't really be that busy, he said. <laughs> uh, of course, building relationships takes time as well, all right? And so on the top of page 52, and in my book, I dog-eared the book, okay? And I would dog-ear the page 52 in the book. And this is a version of something I've been teaching from the very first three days of Sacred Revealed. I call it tap notes or true appreciation notes. He calls them power notes, okay? He does one thing differently in his note, one major thing differently in his note that I don't do. He puts a PS, which, by the way, I think is brilliant, okay? The power of the PS, using a PS is a call to action. Ask the recipient to take action, such as emailing or calling or something. Now, his notes are still different than my tap notes. My tap notes are all about lifting people up and all of that. But notice he says, words, use you, but avoid I, me, and my, okay? And so there's that. I'm not going to go through that. Page 53 is the next page, and I want you to understand, Leo, this is where I always worry about new people, okay? Success, suicide. This is where at some point the 4% really bites everybody, okay? Something goes wrong. You get sick. Someone chews you out. You'll get lawsuit papers in the mail. There's going to be something that's going to make you think you don't need to be here. I can't fix that. You have to fix that. But success suicide happens over, and in my life, I can look back, and I have created success suicide in my life at least six times, all right before I was getting ready to make a huge breakthrough. And then I did something wrong or said something wrong or got mad. But here's what I want you to understand, especially with new people, especially with new employees, at a certain point, they all go through the success suicide. And what I try to do Amber's gone through it. I even told her about it. I said, Amber, I said, I'm trying to help you do this and this. I want you to understand that if you're not careful, you will create your own success suicide. Okay? And we all have. I just, I'm not going to go through that whole part, but I want you to maybe read it, think about it, and to know that. Okay? We hope you enjoyed the podcast, and as a friendly reminder, if you're looking to increase your sales, improve your cash flow, and boost your bottom line as a home inspector, go to microreturns.com right now.